Are you always chasing happiness? Ah, that's what we're going to be talking about today, the hedonic treadmill. Exactly. Mm. It's going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. Because you'll find out that chasing happiness isn't always the right way to go, is it? Well, no. And the fact is that perhaps the more you have does not necessarily... I mean, this is going to sound obvious, the more you have, it's not necessarily (laughs) going to give you that much joy. But the hedonic treadmill in psychology is an interesting thing, I think, for everyone to understand. So that's what we're going to be talking about, what it actually means to be on this treadmill that most of the time we're all on. Yeah. So welcome to this episode of Get Real With With the English English Sisters. Right, so what is this hedonic treadmill, (laughs) Palava? I mean, in psychology, the hedonic treadmill is a psychological theory that suggests that humans have a tendency to return to a relatively stable level of happiness or subjective well-being despite changes in their circumstances or external conditions. So let's put that in normal language. Yes, let's. Let's. <laughs> you say you do it. <laughs> I think, you know, the definition of this, for example, if we want to give a few examples is, like, let's say that we've been dreaming of buying a new house. Exactly. The first day we enter the house and, yeah, okay, it may be a bit of a, you know, take take a few days to get used to it and do all, let's put all that aside, all the... Um, <laughs> You know, the, the moving, the moving palaver. But once that's all over and we get in, we have this sense of joy and we might be looking at the tall ceilings and think, yes, this house is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's just what I wanted. But then the days pass and the more and more that we become accustomed to that house, the less joy we feel. Mm. And it's difficult to get back to that initial joy the super happiness the super happy the, that that novel feeling mm. of uh, oh wow i love this house for example or i love this new car and every time you go in it gives you joy when you're driving it or when you enter mm. it same you goes for relationships kind of, just kind of start seeing the problems like that the drains don't work or that it's the, not the just front doors cranky. Yeah, you also start noticing more of the problems. It's a bit like, you know, when you're first in love, they say love is blind. Exactly. You do start noticing the problem. But the fact is, this hedonic treadmill theory suggests that we will go back to whatever our baseline was. So no matter... So in simple terms... When we feel that something will give us great joy and happiness, it doesn't really... Exactly. It's only, it's like an illusion. It's only temporary. Our own happiness has to come from within. Yes. And we always have to be like in that base state of like being okay and happy. Yeah. We can't be fooled by thinking. If I get get this new job, this new house, this new whatever it is. New boyfriend, girlfriend. No, no, you will. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> according to this theory, and I do believe it's true because it has been proven. And I think if we all think about it, we can notice that in our own experiences that it, it is. Well, like I think that. we notice how ephemeral it is, like how it, how soon it passes. 
like the desire say like if you get your new car then you're driving it yes i mean i still i'm not like that because i no. still love my car but perhaps that's because your years. your hedonic treadmill whatever it you're is is it. yes you you may not be on it you may have managed a way of getting off it which is what we're yes. going to be discussing afterwards how the hell do we get off this treadmill is it possible or are we destined to go back to our baseline so that if we tend to be people that are not generally very happy and um, we don't seem to see the good in life much, then we'll go back to being like that. Whether we live in a beautiful house or we drive a gorgeous car, mm. whatever it is, we're going to, are we really destined to go back to that grumpy state? Or can we change? Well, I think the odds are against us because of the, the way answer. society is, has created this uh, this wanting for new things. That that the way we're marketed to. You're right. It's like yeah. it's, 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 it's you have disaster. this new shiny thing, and you're going to be okay. You're going to feel good. Everything is tied to emotions and feelings now. All the marketing stuff is tied to how we feel. They try and fool you into thinking. You get that new necklace, you have that new car, you get the new house, you have your whatever, you're going to feel good. Yeah, yeah, so true. So true, but it's not really true, is it? You're yeah. going to go back to what your baseline was, the baseline being the state you were in before you got that new thing. So I think that once you're aware of that, if you think about this, okay, this is going to make me really happy. I really, really want this. I really want it. First of all, do you want it or are you being marketed like what you said? Yeah. Is this some kind of a scam <laughs> in a way to make you believe that you're going to be happy, but you're not? Once you're back, once you've got it, you're going to feel the same way. This is what shopaholics feel like a lot of the time. They even mm. feel worse. But that's another case. This is we're talking about something very dramatic here. Like yeah, these are just everyday, just everyday, everyday things, situations. situations that we all fall into this trap. How do? How the hell do we get off it? We have to cut the ties. You have to unplug that treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> you have to realize you're on it in the first place. Because <laughs> I think if you don't know you're running on it, you'll never fully understand. You'll just know that deep inside there's something missing. It's kind of like something that you can never quite get. And like what you say, we are marketed towards that. To make mm. sure that we're always going to feel there's something missing. There's always going to be something missing. Always missing. You have a girl. No, now, oh, are you going to get pregnant again? Do you want to get a boy? Because mm. that's kind of like, oh, that'd be ideal. Then once you do get a girl and a boy, you're thinking, why aren't I the happiest person alive? Yeah. This is what I wanted. This is, is that really what you wanted? Or are you on that treadmill? And mm. then you're going to go back to how you felt at the beginning. But in this case, it's quite, you know, it's an, they're very, very important decisions, like the decision I've just said about having kids, you know, having a baby. But that is often the case as well, isn't it? I just Even think, with very major decisions. I just think that the more that you want, the less happy you are. And the less you want, the more happy you are. The, the what? 
<laughs> you have put me off my game here. The more, the more that you want, want the, the less, less happy, happy you are. are. Yeah. And the le le less you want, you... the more happy you are. It's the opposite. Yeah, so the more you want... So the less attached you are to having stuff or things or, or wanting certain things for yourself in your life, the less, the less mm. attached you are, the more happier and more okay you're going to be feeling. The right, more that yeah. you desire and want and it seek puts you in pleasure, that state, yeah. The even if you get that, the least happy, the less happy you're going to be. Because you're always going to be go back to that wanting state of desire. Because you're in it's a state of like wanting. It's almost a state of addiction. It's almost like a kind of addictive behaviour yeah. pattern. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Mm. So once we're aware of this, once we're aware that we're on this treadmill, we've got to get off it. How do we get off it? The, by being aware, I guess. By being aware <laughs> and being mindful mm. and being appreciative of what of how you're already feeling and how you what you already are. And then when you ask yourself, I'll mm. be happy when I get that house or I'll be happy when you 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 need to realize that that's an illusion that it, you won't be happy when you get that house so the famous phrase i'll be happy when yeah. is a dangerous one yeah. very very dangerous and you might not even actually say that out loud you might just think it in your head yeah. often and if you're thinking ah oh, yeah i'm one of those people that do think that a lot then beware of it yeah beware cuz that's not necessarily the I'll be happy when is a forever chase. And yeah. that really is the treadmill that and we were talking about. And you have to go about. within yourself and maybe work on yourself as well. Work on why you feel a certain way and why you can't feel like like pleasure just from the small things in life. Like going for a walk in nature or having a cup of coffee or a cup yeah, of tea. Yeah. Or appreciating that when you turn the tap on there's water or that you've got electricity in your house. Uh, these are all basic things, but when we when we start to be more Adapt, in the moment yeah, yeah. and feel appreciative of that. Oh, so it's the opposite of the hedonic adaptation, which literally means that you just get used to your surroundings. Yes. So much so that you no longer see them or value them as important. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah well, I, I've read this. <laughs> it, since hedonic adaptation is thought to occur in part because of the repetition of experiences. So if you see the same beautiful vista every day, perhaps, or having the same kind of interactions with a friend or partner, one potential way to keep happiness from fading is to mix up the elements of one's positive experiences so that they are less repetitive. Hmm. Um, just try and appreciate these experiences by paying attention to them. I guess, like, if you always see... It's like me when I tell my husband to come and look at the moon. <laughs> I know I'm a bit obsessed with the moon, but every time he says, I've seen it. <laughs> I say, I mean, that is How the hedonic the adaptation, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that is, it's no, I've seen it day. once. It's, yeah, I know it's gorgeous. I can't be bothered to go outside, literally step outside in the garden and admire this beauty. It's cold, isn't it? Yeah, well, even in the summer it's not cold, is it? No. No. Because we're, we're here in Italy and it's lovely summer nights. Yes, it's a mosquito. It's can't be bothered. There's always something 
that because in his mind it's the same old, same old. I've seen it. Been there, done Thus, that. it's not going to give me any more joy. Hmm. But somehow, uh, I, it gives me joy. It does. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I, I seem to have managed to, to maybe get off that treadmill or just see things differently. I mean, he obviously gets joy from other things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Which we won't go into. No. <laughs> the, um... But yes, it is interesting. Mm. Well, he always wants to move, doesn't he? Yeah, he does want to move, yeah. And it would be a five-minute fancy. I think it would be, yeah, you're right. He's always changing. Let's move houses. Mm. Let's go here. He's always had that. He's searching for something that's going to give him that pleasure. thrill, that pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah, this podcast could be all about him. <laughs> I guess we can all relate it to someone that we I know. I think we're yeah. all a bit And we're like a bit that. like that, yeah. We all feel as if we could be a bit like that, but i think you know you can you can either go the opposite and like never want to update anything or do anything like new because you can say it's all a waste of time and money Mm, but that also is a bit that's also a bit negative i mm, think because it's like almost a lack of self-care yeah not looking after yourself keeping up with the things we know that our environment can make us happy yeah so if we look after our environment and do good and put things and elements that give us pleasure it's going to affect our psychological well-being so Mm. by neglecting our environment i just bought a new phone and i didn't really think i needed it because i've been like battling with the old one with space and storage and um things like that but i just thought it's fine it still works yeah i don't want to you know i'm not yeah not but then it was christmas so i thought oh well you know get get yeah yeah and 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 it's been amazing because like I've been able to upload stuff really quickly. It doesn't keep saying run out of space. <laughs> but you can go. You're still appreciating way. it today, yes, even though still, you know you know time has passed. I'm still appreciating it today. But it can also be the other the other way when you just feel as if you don't just don't want anything anymore, and you just think everything's a waste of time. And that's also not. I don't think that's healthy either. No. No, there's yeah, always there's, a happy medium. Yeah, there's a happy medium. Yeah, you've got the the. the you're right. Yeah, mm. you you want to uh, take care of yourself, take care of your environment, and and having things that give you pleasure is okay. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just watching out for the fact that if you said the new phone will make me happy, yeah then obviously you probably would be happy. You open it, it looks shiny. Oh, wow, this is brilliant. It's got this space and that. But how long is that happiness going to last? No. And then you're going to be thinking about something else. It does give you joy. It gives you a momentarily joy. It's like winning the gold medal. If we speak to any Olympic winners, they always say that. They say, I won mm. the gold medal. How long does the happiness last? Oh, about five, ten minutes. Then I go on to the next thing. Yes. Then I want to win this and win that. So- I think it's more about the journey, isn't it? Yeah. So it's more about enjoying each day. It's a bit like Father Christmas. Yeah. Why did you love Father Christmas so much? Because he would only come once a year when you yeah. were a kid. And it was all the thrill and waiting for it, if you were lucky enough to, to get gifts you know 
we were and luckily I mean our mum and dad made great sacrifices to buy us what we wanted all year round it was literally yeah. saving pennies to get us the toys we wanted but then they were so appreciated when they arrived because mm. it does take a whole year basically which in like so, kids so terms is like an eternity yeah so even if you if you wait for things you're going to be more appreciative I do think that waiting is not a bad idea either yeah. so like if you think this new car, yeah, you have this kind of a bit like, you know, you want to do things really quickly, perhaps taking a step back Just and thinking, down. yeah. Slowing down is good. Slowing down, it's like you're not going to eat a giant muffin, <laughs> you know, a big one, or you can have like six small ones and eat the same amount of cake throughout the day but in small quantities that's going to give you probably more joy than just scoffing the large muffin at 11 a.m <laughs> but knowing that you have lots of little treats that are the same yeah you know as that big cake you're going to have small little joys throughout your day ultimately is going to give you more joy definitely well it would to me because I know I've got lots of little <laughs> little things of the same size. You're like a little squirrel, aren't you? <laughs> well, I, I just think that kind of gives me joy because I think about it and I think, oh, I've got that. Yeah. You know, I've since I've got a sweet tooth, I'm thinking of in sweet, in, in cakey things, you know, yeah. cake things. But other people might have, you know, or the, whatever you like, you know. Yeah, it's like moderation then. Well, it's Going like for moderation. Mm, I think that's not a bad, I you know, a mm. bad tip either is to think, yeah, take a step back, and then maybe do it in small size, you know, smaller sizes like bites. Mm. Literally, whatever you want to go for. So instead of buying a big house, buy a little one. Well, I don't know about <laughs> buying a little one, but you can. Well, You'll maybe, yeah. You could, you would probably be just as happy mm. with a novel environment. Yeah, you probably don't need the space that you think you need or the house that you think you need in order to make you happy, yes. The size garden you think is uh, whatever it is. The flat that you believe would be ideal for you. Mm. Maybe you don't really need that. And we know that but you don't. Because there are people that live in really tiny, tiny places and they're just as happy. Yeah, that they're fine. They're just as happy, really. Because happiness and being okay comes from within in the end, doesn't it? You already have to be there. But where does it get there in the first How place? Does How does it develop? Come? How does it develop? It develops over years and years. It it's like skin. But it's I think so it's many a layers. bit like exercise. You have to exercise the muscle of happiness. Flex it. So you have to look for little joys throughout things, little things in your day, like a chat with a friend, uh, you know, things that. It's are a little free. muffin theory or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's little. It, that, that, um, that's going to make you happy. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, looking for the small joys. <laughs> looking for flexing the small that. joys in life. Yeah. Because they're the real joys. Well, they're the ones that well, are going to make you feel bed, good. No one what says, I'm happy I got that massive house. No, they look for people they love. They look for you people look they for connection. love and you want to be with people that you love. You want a hand to hold. Yeah. yeah, or a pet to hold. You want, you want connection, so ultimately. So maybe that's the secret then, connection. 
Well, yes. Connection is what keeps people being okay. That'll get you so off the seek, treadmill. So if seek you connection. seek connection, yeah, definitely. Seek a hand to hold, seek someone to hug, seek, um, yeah, seek connection. Hmm. Let us know what you think <laughs> about this week's episode of Get Real with the English, English Sisters. Sisters. And please do go and leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. And we look forward to hearing from you on YouTube too, where you can see us in the video version. In the video, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Thank you Lots so much love. for listening and watching. And smiles from, from the, the English, English sisters. sisters. Bye bye. bye.